This is Happiness Solved with America's Happiness Coach, Sandy Scarlatta. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. I am so happy you're listening today. Happiness Solved is dedicated to giving you content that is empowering, motivational, inspirational, and of course, a dose of happiness. It's my way to give back to the world and share other people's stories. This thing called life can be challenging, and my guests share their amazing stories, wisdom, and life lessons that demonstrate anyone can choose happiness. You see, happiness is a journey, not a destination. I'm Sandy Scarlatta, and I have been inspiring others to shift their mindset and choose happiness for over 20 years. As we head into a new year, here's some food for thought. How many times have you gotten excited to make your New Year's resolutions only to abandon them? It's okay, you're not alone. Statistics show that roughly 50% of the population sets New Year's resolutions, and yet the majority of those give up within the first 30 to 45 days. In fact, 80% of people who make New Year's resolutions will abandon them during the month of February. I want more than anything for you to succeed in 2023 and have five tips to share with you. One, create a detailed plan on how you're going to ensure that you follow through and take action. Two, get an accountability partner. Three, attach your emotions to the goals. What I mean by that is how will achieving them make you feel? Four, set up an app to track your goals or set up an alarm on your phone to remind you to take action. And lastly, five, celebrate your wins. This is so important because when you celebrate it and give yourself a pat on the back, what you're doing is you're reinforcing that positive behavior and you're more likely to continue doing it. So thank you so much for listening today. And don't forget to leave a review and follow me on social media at Coach Sandy Scarlatta. Today's episode is amazing and I am so grateful for you. Enjoy the show. Erin Wexler, I am so excited to be talking to the inspired athlete. Yes. Yes. Woo-hoo. So you are the host of Within the Game podcast, author of The Inspired Athlete, and owner of West Coast Beach, which is so cool. And we're going to talk about all of that. But first, I always like to ask people, and I was reading, I'm on, have your website pulled up. And I don't think I really knew about this, um, about your, when you quit your US, US, UCLA Division One volleyball team. So tell me about that experience because you call it a dark night of the soul. So tell Mm. me about that. Wow. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me here. It's an honor. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. (laughs) You know what? Yeah. You know, when I walked away from the team, um, that was a really tough moment for me, right? Because I worked so hard to get there and I worked so hard and and I was putting in all this work and I I had two surgeries. And after my second surgery, I, I kind of felt deflated. Right. And I, um, I, I remember that moment when I went up to coach and I shook his hand and I said, that's it. I'm done. And, um, you know, I, I wrote about that cause it took me years, years to forgive myself for that. Right. Yeah. I did go back, um, and, and apologize to him after, you know, and I had that moment where I looked at him in the eye and I, and I wrote about that in the book and, and I was able to go back and, um, be able to volunteer for the women's team and win a national championship in 2011. Wow. And that was five years after I left the team. Um, but it still it still bothered me and it ate at me, right? 
so yeah it, it took me a long time to really to really like be you know comfortable with myself and get to a place of like you know what let me share this let me share this so that maybe I can help someone else and inspire someone else who's going through that frustration who's going through a really tough time, whether it's in a, a physical injury, whether it's just like you're not getting playing time, because that's what was happening to me, right? I was always number two, and there was always someone in front of me, and I was frustrating. And so I guess the reason why I'm talking about it now and, and I wrote about it is to say, hey, if you're that person, stay with it and reach out for help, because that's something I didn't do in, in that in that time period. I should have reached out for help and really you know, um, asked for guidance through that. But yeah, so that that's the whole reason why I'm talking about it now and and um, happy to talk about it more and and um, inspire someone. If you're going through a tough time, stay with it. Stay with it, right? Get through the valleys so you can get to that mountaintop. Wow. I only participated in team sports a very, very short period of time. Figure skating was my passion. It's what I did, you know, since the age of four. They put me in lessons when I was seven and I had done a couple of team sports here and there. So it's a whole different dynamic when you're on a team sport and you're an individual sport. And I think like, even now I play tennis and, and I'm, I'll be starting in a league, uh, USTA league starting in January. Love tennis. And I, I, Oh, I, I'm so obsessed with it. And yep. talk about mindset and tennis, like there's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. But um, at my age and, you know, to, to not get injured and things like that, you're better off doing doubles because in singles, there's a mm -hmm. lot more running back and forth. There's more risk of <laughs> twisting your ankle, things like that. But I only know how to compete against myself. Right. Mm. And, 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 I, and in tennis, I can do that with another person. Um, so, so what is it? I'm curious about that and what you talked about, how you were always number two. What mm. will you tell somebody today that's in that same situation that isn't getting the playing time? Because I remember my son played baseball and, and basketball and he was, didn't always get to start, didn't always, you know, sat on the bench more times than he would like, you know, that kind of thing. What would you, how can you inspire that athlete? Because you probably write about it in your book. What can you tell that person that feels like that. Yeah, so much to impact there. The first thing I would say is like focus on the gratitude of the opportunity that you have first, mm. right? Like yeah. I get to be here. Right. I get to wear this uniform. I get to be a part of this team, right? Like that that should be the focal point of, of your foundation of where you should be starting from in your mindset. Right. right. Let's just be stoked. Like I remember when I first put that UCLA jersey on and I was like, wow, I made it. Right. Because for me, it was all about like, I want to get to D1. When I was in high school, I was like D1. I had that laser focus. Hey, Aaron, you want to come to a party? Nope. I got to go train. Hey, Aaron, you want to do this? Nope. I got to go do I got to go do my thing. Right. And I was so focused. And when I got there, I was like, yes, you know, but um, looking back on that journey, I was kind of like number one. You know, and then when you get to the next level, then you maybe there's someone in front of you. Right. So um, I would I would look back on that and I would tell every, I would try to inspire someone to start with the mindset of thank you. Thank you for this opportunity, because not everybody gets that opportunity. Right. <laughs> yeah. So let's start there. Then then I would say um, let the person in front of you inspire you. Right. Let that person inspire you and take something from their game. 
in whatever sport and even in business this is relatable to business oh, too. Completely. whoever's in front of you yeah right like like don't worry about oh man i'm number two no it's like oh that person's in front of me because of x y and z and really unpack that and figure that out to then apply that back to your game right and then what happens when you do that is that your ego starts to diminish because what happened for me is my my ego was like well why am i not number one Right. right. Well, why course. am I not getting playing time? Right. And when, and, and when your ego is loud like that, that can really frustrate you and it can put you in the victim mentality. Well, I'm not number one because I'm not getting looked at enough. Well, I'm not number one. I'm not getting playing time because I'm it's not I'm not getting a fair shot. That's all ego stuff. Oh, completely. So now that I'm aware of that. Yeah. Now that I'm aware of that, I would I would inspire someone to say, let's start with that gratitude, create that foundation of thank you so much. This is a beautiful opportunity. So appreciate this. And then, oh, if there's someone in front of me, OK, great. Let's figure out why and start to unpack it and then apply that back to myself. Mm. There were so many golden nuggets in that, Aaron. And for those of you who are not athletes, everything you just said applies to life. It's because it's all yeah. about mindset. Yeah. And I was thinking too, like the journey from high school athletics to college. And for those that, you know, the, I don't even know what the percentage is, what half a, I mean, you may know more than me, to go from D1 to professional, right? For those sports that have a professional team, right? Not all, not all sports do. So I, I would imagine that it would be the same, you know, that whole journey, because how many, Football players that are great in college, they get to the NFL and they're, they're they can't make it, even though they're amazing. Yeah, you know, and right? yeah, and the whole athletic journey—it's a tough journey, right? It's it's actually difficult to just stay in that mindset I just talked about. Oh, I'm so thankful for. No, it's it's hard to do that because you're constantly competing, right? right? So I would say, you know, for for any parents or coaches or any leaders out there, that is that is part of the job is to how to inspire. Uh, the athlete or, you know, the business owner or whoever it may be to keep going to stay competitive. Yes, you want because you want to to win. Right. right. You want to win. But at the same time, to stay focused on those mindsets I, I spoke of, which is that gratitude mindset, that appreciation that because that that to me is just an overall vibe. You can be a, in gratitude vibe, but you still like I'm going to I'm going to win. Let's go. You can still have that fire. Absolutely. Right. But the overall vibe is like, thank you so much for this. Right. Because without that, you'll lose, you may lose sight and you may get frustrated and you may let the ego take over. Oh, a thousand percent. Well, and it's also by, by shifting with gratitude and being so grateful for the opportunity, whatever that is, it puts you into a, energetically into a higher frequency. And maybe some of those athletes, instead of being in that ego mindset, if they were to do that, they may get noticed more. They may perform better, right? Because of course it's going to affect your performance. Yeah. And you know, you're going to have ups and downs. You're going to right. have wins and losses, right? And that all comes with it. But the overall perspective of where am I at and where am I going? That's what creates happiness, right? The theme of your show is happiness solved. I mean, I want to be happy on my journey. Yeah. There's going to be wins. There's going to be losses, but I want to stay stoked. Right. I want to stay inspired. Right. That to me is the trajectory. That's where I'm heading. Yeah, I want to win. Winning is super fun and super fantastic. And that is a huge goal for all of us. But I want to be stoked and I want to use my energy so that when I go along my path 
And especially even when I have a loss or I slip, I make a mistake, I make a bad decision, I still remember my trajectory. Okay, I'm still on this path. Okay, cool. I messed up. Okay, what's, what do I need to learn there so I can not do that again? But I'm still on this path. I'm still on this path, this trajectory to inspiration and to happiness. And just to add to that a little bit, it also builds your resilience, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the resilience, that's a great word. And there's a great energy on that word because when those losses come or when the haters come or when, you know, when the negative energy seeps through, how do we deal with that? Right. Do we let that get to us? Do we go quit like the old version of me did? Or do we say, you know what, this is happening for me. And that's something uh, uh, I really, really I want to drive this point home for a second. Life happens for you, not yes. to you. Everything happens for you, not to you. And that to you mentality is a victim mentality. Yes. Even back then when you when you brought up, you know, when I, when I left the team, I was a victim. I was like this second injury. It was the exact same knee injury. It was my it was a medial meniscus tear on my other side, which I had uh, the exact same injury four years prior on the other knee. So I was looking at that and I'm like, this happened to me, man. The weight coach put too much weight on it. Uh, the uh, you know, I, whatever it was, even it was the universe, God, whatever it was. Oh, this happened to me. Why would you do this to me? And now I look back and I was like, you know, all that happened for me. Yeah, it happened for me because you know what I did? I learned, first of all, I learned a lot about that. Like you said, about resilience. I learned a lot about that. I learned how to be accountable and responsible. I learned how to apologize as a man and take responsibility for my actions. And I also learned alignment. I learned how to be, how to have better physical alignment, my hips, my ankles, my knees, all that tracking. I actually went to school after all that injury and I became NASM, uh, which is National Academy of Sports Medicine certified personal trainer. And I learned about the kinetic chain. Right. Mm. So all of that, going back to all that stuff, those injuries happened for me. Wow. So much great stuff. And, you know, people are going to say no to you. It's going to happen all the time. We're going to win some, you lose some. So everything that you're saying, I hope everybody's taking notes right now because it's it's so it's so invaluable. And that's a good segue. We're going to talk about your podcast in a minute, but. You own West West Coast Beach. How lucky is everybody that participates there to have you as an, I mean, yes, no, because here's the thing, you know, I'm a retired U.S. national and international figure skating coach. I have a gold medal in ice dancing. Mm. I was the type of coach that drove home mindset because that's my foundation. And I've always been like that because of, you know, the experiences that I've had in my life. But most coaches don't. Most coaches do not go there. So how right, lucky right. are they? That's incredible mm-hmm. what you're doing for them. So Thank talk so about much. that because it's really cool. I love this. I love this. Only in LA would you have something like that. I mean, we don't have anything like that on the, on the, <laughs> on the East Coast. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go all the way back. Okay. Um, since you mentioned you know, my decision to leave that team. There was another decision that happened um, when I was coaching for another club and halfway through the season, the owner of that club decided to let me go. And I was coaching kids. It was a, it was a twos team. Um, there was a lot of kids on the roster. There was an expectation for me to, to act a certain way as a coach, make sure everyone played, make sure we're trying to win. It was a challenge, right? So halfway through the season, they decided to go in a different coaching direction. And that was a low point in my life. That crushed mm-hmm. 
Of course. Um, I, I actually remember going to the bar by myself for the first time in my life that day. And I sat there and I was like, what happened right there? I thought I thought I was like this whole inspirational coach and I'm doing this for the bigger reasons. And um, they didn't see me for some reason. What, did I do something wrong? So I remember that moment. And going back to what I just said about everything happens for you, that moment catapulted my entrepreneurial drive because I had this entrepreneurial drive for a long time, just wasn't quite sure how to apply it. So I used that experience and I actually went home and I wrote a business plan for starting my own club. Nice. And at that time, I I had my best friend uh, join the club that I got fired from. So I got him a job there. He was doing great. They loved him. Um but I told him after, I said, hey, why don't you leave that? Me and you are going to go start our own thing. <laughs> and he's like, you're crazy, man. I got a great job. I got, I got good pay. You got me this job. Appreciate it. But I'm not leaving. And I said, no, no, no. You're leaving. And we're going to go do our own thing. And we're going to be our own bosses. And we're going to be entrepreneurs. So I finally talked him into it. We wrote the business plan together. We attracted funding for it. Um, uh, I sat down with a, a VC, a venture capitalist. I showed him my vision. And I'll never forget this. This is it for any entrepreneurs out there. This is actually a good lesson right here. So I created this business plan and I, I spent so much time on it. I wrote out my full vision and everything. It was like, I was really proud of it. Uh, you know, uh, made it like laminated it, put the graphics on it and everything. <laughs> and I went to the VC, put a tie on and everything. And, and he, it was really funny because he took the, the, he took the vision of the business plan and he like skipped through the whole thing to the money sheet. <laughs> he wanted to see like <laughs> the ones and zeros. And I'm like, man, you didn't even look at that. <laughs> and and I, my mistake was I put that on the, the end. So like in, if I were oh. to ever do that again, I'd put that on the front. And I'd show the VC, the venture capitalist, the money right away. Like like uh, the profit loss, the, mm-hmm. uh, the projected income, you know, and what he could make back as an investor, you know. So I would put that right on the first page. Um, anyway, I, I, I just wanted to share, to share that. But going all, all, all of this, fast forward nine years later, we're in our ninth year. We have uh, nine coaches on staff. We have girls and boys from six to 18. Um, and it's, it's a year round program. And what kind of makes us a little bit, uh, separate from other programs is we tend to focus more on personal development. Yes, we want to win. I, like I said before, winning is, is great, but it's not everything. And it's not the focus for us. The focus is get 1% better every day. That's our tagline. And it's really about personal growth. It's become the best version of yourself. We create an environment where you can fail. It's okay to fail. And, and, uh, and in that process, you succeed, mm-hmm. right? And so you learn how to fail and you learn how to succeed and you learn how to be proactive and you learn how to connect with others and you learn how to take in criticism and you learn what it's like to, to push yourself. So we create this environment of learning and progress and personal development. That is priceless right there because not mm-hmm. many programs have an interest in that. They, they right. really don't. I mean, I can't tell right. you, you know, because I work with um, elite ice dancers right now. I'm the athletic mindset coach, sports psychology coach, whatever you want to call it for an international training center that's down the street from me. And we have um, some of the top coaches in the world that are coaching there. And as a result, they've got 24, 
24 teams. I think it's 24 ice dancing teams that compete for all over the world. One of my clients, they compete for Mexico, believe it or not, because in the figure skating world, it's easier. You have a better chance of making it to higher level competitions if you're not in the United States. Sure. If you so if you can if you can represent another country, that's that's why they do it. But um, it's not a big focus there. It's not a big focus at all. And and in certain sports and in any sports really, but but there's certain sports where it's even more important. The, the mindset, you know, just because of like in figure skating, you fall, you got to get up and act like nothing happened, right? You just got to keep going, and then that's a really hard thing to do. But um, it's. You'd be surprised how many places I've reached out to to just say, "Hey, can I come talk to you?" And they're just not interested. And it, and something's got to shift in athletics, and whether it has to start in the high schools or even before that, to to really get these coaches to understand the importance of mindset, not just for their athletes for and their team and the success, but you're setting these people up for, you know, for the rest of their lives and getting them to think a certain way. You know. Yeah, and, and it, I, I would just say this: the the shift that should probably start to happen is this pressure from being so performance based, right? Because, and especially for your sport, right? That that's a performance. Right. You're taking a stage, the lights are on you, and you can't really mess up. You right. have to be perfect, right? You're being judged on your performance, and that and look, as a society, we we do that. All across the board, not just in sport. We do it in business. Mm-hmm. How well is your business doing? What's your, you know, what's your profit loss? Do you are you successful? Right. right, right. I think as coaches and leaders, we 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 have to start to shift that. Those things are okay. You know, I'm I'm not saying those are um that maybe maybe they should be part of the focus. Yeah, it's it's good to be a performer. It's good to take the lights. Right. Sure. So not not everyone is comfortable in in the spotlight. Right. But. What we're talking about is more intrinsic. The whole idea of stay inspired and mindset training is who are you becoming as a person? Not who are you, what do you look like, right? In the whole Instagram um, world that we're in right now, right? It's what do you look like, right? right? And so I think, like I said, I think it's a, it's a, I think what we have to do as leaders is try to find the balance of, yes, you're, un, you're under the lights, you're on on performance but if you mess up if you fall from a trickle a, a triple axle okay that's a, that's okay it's not the end of the world you know can you get up and recover and and maybe even put a smile on your face right. and not just be so tight and be like yeah i, I fell you know yeah I, I i mean i get the other side of it too where you know we we want gold medals as a gold medalist you know like we that perfection is there's something to be said for that craftsmanship i get that too but I'm just saying most people who take sport on, are they're not going to go to the highest levels. They're going to go in other fields of, uh, of life, of business, of whatever, you know. And they want – my message is stay freaking fired up no matter what their performance is like, right? Stay inspired. If you have a bad performance, be thankful for that. That happened for you. Yeah. You had that. that. That was for you so that you could learn something. So what? So what if you you fell from the triple axle? So what if you hit the ball in the net? So what if you lost in the championship? It's not the big. It's not a huge deal, you know. I used to make such a big deal out of losing it. It used to crush me. I'm sure you can relate as oh, yeah. an athlete. Losing sucks. 
person. But is. now knowing what I know and talking to people and really connecting and, and learning more about who we are as a society that we're evolving to become less about what we look like and more about our energy and what we put out energetically. Mm. That is what we're trying to teach. It's not just so much about the result. You know, it's about the process. It's about the journey. It's about what we learn along the way. It's about who we become. It's about where we're going. Woo. Woo is right. And if you can raise your frequency and your energy and every, everything that you were just saying, if you can do that, the success will happen. Yeah. Because yeah. you're not the, you're not playing victim anymore. You know, you've elevated your mindset, you've elevated your frequency, your energy levels. And as a result, you're going to start attracting more good into your life. And I think that's, that's the piece that people forget about and they don't know. They, they, well, also you know, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, well, also too, it's, it, it's how you define success, right? Mm -hmm. Is success just winning? Is success just making a million dollars? Like, you know, and we all have the ability to, to define our success every day. Yeah. You know, and, and so that's really important, too. What is what does success mean to you? Right. You know, I think that's a huge part of happiness solved. Right. What, what does that mean to you? <laughs> and you, we, me, too, all of us should take time to figure that out. We should take alone time. We should take time to get quiet, to be like, what does that mean? What does that feel like? It's more of a it's actually more of an emotion. Right. What does it feel like? Yeah. Wow. You are, you are really incredible. I've, this is a, I mean, I know you from the different groups that we're in and this and that, and I see all your reels and, but you, you really um, are amazing. You're really quite amazing in your energy. Thank you're, you. you're, you're very inspiring. <laughs> you, you fit that well, well thank you. for sure. All right. Last but not least, tell us about your podcast. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the podcast is called Within the Game. And the idea on the podcast is I, at one point, I looked at everything, including the sport that I love, including business. I looked at all of it as a game. I actually saw this one, um, this this really cool episode on Joe Rogan uh, where, where he interviewed Kevin Hart. I think he's interviewed him a few times, but Kevin Hart eloquently talked about how everything's a game, how he talked about his stand-up comedy as a game. He talked about his business as a game. He talked about money as a game, right? And it really hit home for me. And so I, I, I thought, you know what? Let's get in the game. Let's get within the game and really unpack the all the, the cool lessons and the personal development and the personal growth and the, and the expansion that happens while you're in a game and especially if you're playing to win right so that that's the idea for the podcast and then halfway through my writing process for this book uh the inspired athlete um i was doing which i just it just came out which is right here um i was doing all these interviews right and i, I did these interviews uh this is pre-pandemic 2019 I was, do, I was doing interviews with amazing people similar to this interview and I was I was going to coffee shops and I was doing the interviews and, and just getting so much value and just having so much fun. And every time I left an interview, I'd, I'd feel so charged up. I'd be like, wow, that was amazing. Then pandemic. So I couldn't do that in person anymore. But I was doing them on Zoom. Right. 
And so I was doing all these Zoom interviews. And again, same thing happened at the end. I was like so charged up. And so I was like, you know what? Rather than wait for the book to come out, why don't I just publish these interviews as a podcast and start a podcast and start to create an audience before the book comes out? So that's what I did. And uh, and I'm so glad I did because now it's opened up my world. I'm, I'm I actually and, and you can relate to this as a podcast host. I actually have a platform to offer somebody. Right. And that's a very powerful thing. So if anyone out there is listening and they're thinking of starting a podcast, do it. Do it. Don't even second guess it. If you have a, a message inside you or or even not even you don't even have to have a message. If you have like a desire to connect, I actually call it now a curious manifester. Love I like it. to be surrounded by curious manifestors. If you have that curious manifesting energy inside you, just start a podcast. You don't even have to interview people if you don't want to. But for me, I love it. I love to connect with people from all different types of of uh, disciplines. I've you know I've I've interviewed many athletes, many champions, but I'm I'm starting to go more into the business world and even the spirit uh, the spiritual world, starting to uh, really explore the spirituality. Right. Because I think, like I said before, the intrinsic part of us. Right. I, I want to say this real quick. I believe the people that are that identify with the feeling of being heart based. Those are the people I really identify with. Right. Because it's again, it's one thing to be a winner. It's one thing to be successful. It's one thing to like desire success. Those are all great things. I'm not taking away from those things. But to be heart based on top of those things makes it such a full package it makes it such a like a like i keep going back to your title of happiness solved it, it makes it such a joyful experience so that when you get that success and when you experience the success and the wins you can feel it in your heart mm -hmm. and then you start to really radiate this positive energy based out of love you know so that's a long answer to the podcast but that's that's what the podcast the the podcast has opened up. The podcasting world has opened up that world inside of me. Mm. I love podcasts. I know they're not for everybody, but obviously our listeners like it because we continue to have followers, which is amazing. And I too am a huge Joe Rogan fan, and I'm going to have to go look up that interview with Kevin Hart. Yeah. Um, check out check out Aaron. Go to his website, theinspiredathlete.com, because unlike Joe Rogan. My audience would not stick around for three hours, so <laughs> I like to keep it a little bit short. But on your website, yeah. and I just want to throw this out there because I'd love people to just check it out. Um, you have the Pyramid of Inspired Living, and this is so yeah. incredible. Um, at the bottom, there's love, health, gratitude, family. The next level is clarity, confidence, creativity. And then we go up to mindfulness, bold action, and the top is inspired living. This is Let's absolutely go. beautiful beautiful mm. and you are so amazing oh, thank you so much and you and i oh thank you so much i'm gonna put this out there right now we're gonna be on stage speaking together in the near future let's go let's go let's, let's go. do it because i want to see you on stage because you are incredible you are incredible. awesome well I, i'll give you a little teaser i'm actually planning a uh a live book launch for 2023 and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be kind of like a personal development, personal growth summit. Ooh. So I'm gonna have a panel of speakers, and we're gonna kind of get into all this stuff a little bit more. But it's also to, gonna be to celebrate this this book project. But I just want to touch on the pyramid real quick. I, I'm so appreciative that you mentioned the pyramid because if you're listening out there and you're like, "Oh, why did he make a pyramid?" Well, I, I'll just briefly <laughs> tell you the story behind that. 
I made the pyramid because I saw the pyramid of success by John Wooden every day. It's painted on the outside of UCLA's gym. Mm. And if you don't know about that, please go Google that John Wooden, uh, 10 time national championship basketball coach. And he's got a statue outside of uh, Poly Pavilion at UCLA. He's a legendary coach and a leader. But he made this pyramid, and I looked at it every day, and the very, very top of his pyramid is competitive greatness. And like we just talked about in this, in this episode, that's great. I'm totally on board with that. But for me, that's not quite at the top of my pyramid, yep. right? The top of my pyramid is the trajectory of where I'd like to go every single moment of my day, every single day of my life, which is that inspired feeling, inspired living to me includes competitive greatness but it also includes when you lose when you have a mess up it includes that it includes relationships it includes personal growth it includes so much right so that to me is the trajectory and it also includes emotional intelligence right it includes yeah. like that feeling great it also includes when i'm not feeling great that's okay too you know so it, it includes all that so i wanted to inspire anyone out there who is thinking okay well what's my pyramid then what is, what is important to me? Make your own. Make your own. And get inspired by other people's. Uh, it doesn't have to be a pyramid either. It could be a compass. It could be uh, anything. Anything right. that, that reminds you of the direction you'd like to go in. Mm, I love that. I love that. Aaron, this has been such an amazing conversation. I'm so proud of you. We, well, we, we, we both do have an amazing mentor. Craig Siegel. Shout mm -hmm. out to Craig. He's amazing. Right. Craig. Craig. Right. <laughs> the CLS experience. Everyone should go check that That's out. That's right. CLS experience. You got to check it out for sure. Um, but and check out Aaron's podcast and go to his website, theinspiredathlete.com. And your podcast mm. is Within the Game Podcast. Check yes, thank out. you. And my new book is called The Inspired Athlete. You can find it on Amazon. And Sandy, I just want to say thank you so much for this opportunity. I really love the theme of your show. Um, and I love the energy that you bring. And um, to all your guests, peace and blessings and much love. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Aaron. And thank you, everyone, for listening today. Thank you. I certainly hope that you enjoyed today's interview. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, I hope that you and your family are healthy and safe and that your lives are filled with peace, joy, and happiness. Take care, everyone.